I don't know about you, but I have a morning routine. I have a preferred morning routine. It involves getting up before the sun rises. Still in my bathrobe, I get a cup of coffee in my favorite mug. And I walk out onto the deck behind the house. And I sit there and I hold the mug close And I feel the warmth of the wonderful coffee in it. And I smell it. It awakes my senses. My decaf coffee just gets me up in the morning. (laughs) Kid you not, it really does. And then I just listen. Listen to see what is just going all around me. Today, oh my, today it was a racket out there. Early morning today, there were songbirds chirping. There were insects chirping. Everything was chirping. I even heard a turkey gobble this morning. Frogs, you name it. Nature was noisy this morning. And it was glorious. Mid all those noises, to listen to this day come into being. When Jesus gathered with his disciples on the night of his betrayal, the last night to share a meal this side of the cross and the empty tomb, there were a lot of noises. Now they weren't being made by the critters of the forest. The noises were inside the disciples. These are the hard noises of life, the doubts, the questions, the fears. His disciples were concerned deeply, for as the night was growing on, Jesus talked more and more about leaving them. And they became more and more concerned, what is this going to be? How is life going to be after Jesus is no longer with us. Thomas and Philip, they asked their questions. How do we know the way, Lord? And Jesus takes time again to teach them the basic of the faith. Love. Love one another as I have loved you. If Jesus said it once, he said it dozens of times. And not only with his words, Jesus said it with his actions as he went out and he helped those who were hurting. As he brought into community those who were excluded, who were pushed to the side. Jesus did love and spoke of love. And now the disciples received their last instruction about love and they were confused but the night was growing on and it came time for Jesus to bring the instruction to a close they got all that he could give them before the cross and the tomb and so he looks to heaven And he says a prayer. He prays. Jesus prays a lot in the Gospels. 
Often we don't know what the words of the prayer, we don't know what the conversation between Jesus and the Father is, but here we overhear it. It's spoken aloud so we can hear what's on Jesus' heart. And he is concerned too. He's concerned for his followers, his friends. He has the concern of a parent here. Has the concern of a parent who watches their little baby crawl and try to stand up. And know that once they take those first steps, there's no turning back. (laughs) He watched and prays for his disciples like the parent who looks out the window and watches as their baby is driving away in a car for the first time, all by themselves. He prays with the concern of a child who visits a nursing home to see mother, even though she doesn't know his name anymore, to share thanks and company, not knowing what the future is all like. When you love someone, when you love someone, that care, that concern, that compassion gets inside your heart. And you wonder, and you worry, and you think about the future, and you, you wish it with all of your being that life will be filled with joy, even though you know that life in this world is filled with struggle. You ask for God's protection. Protection not in some sort of simplistic way that you're wrapped with bubble wrap and nothing bad will ever happen. We know that that's impossible. But we ask for protection from the evil one. For that life that turns against and away from God. We pray for connection. And that's at the heart of Jesus' prayer. A connection with the love of God that created life, that continues to provide each breath in life. A connection with God that brings people together and forms community, that cares beyond itself. Connection that allows for there to be good and purpose and meaning in life. Connection that ultimately brings the gift of joy. Jesus prays for his disciples, and we overhear that prayer. But the prayer is not just for the 11 guys in a room a long time ago. That prayer is for you, and it's for me as well. Jesus prays for us and for all who follow in his love and in his life. Jesus prays for us this morning, no matter where we find ourselves in that journey of life. Jesus prays for us today, whether we are celebrating the joy and the glory and the beauty of this day, Or if we are sitting here this morning 
in sorrow and in pain and trying just to hold it together. Jesus prays for us as a community that together we might get busy. We might see beyond our own needs, our own wants, that we might engage a neighborhood that is hurting and needing of God's care and grace and love. We are invited by God, by love, to be the hands and the feet of Jesus, to carry on that message and that life. Now, I'm not sure what your morning routine is like, but whatever it involves, whether it involves getting up extra early so you can watch the sunrise with a hot cup of coffee, or whether it involves putting on running shoes and getting out there and doing some exercise, or whether it involves just simply rolling out of bed, finding your way through the closet into the car and getting to work just on time, or whether it involves staying in bed, whatever your morning routine is like, may you remember tomorrow that Jesus prays for you, that you are special in God's life, that God desires for life and light for forgiveness and grace and joy in your life. Remember that you are part of a community of love and care, and you have work to do in Jesus' name to share that love and care with others. Remember, for your sake and for the sake of the world, that God continues to love with the care, the compassion, the grace, and the heart of an eternal parent. Amen.